0: I'm Brenda Caldwell, a.k.a. Dr. B. Welcome to the Hope Zone, moving you from a place of hopelessness and brokenness to a place of healing and wholeness. A place where hope is alive to bring you more peace, more joy, more freedom, and more understanding of your God-given purpose. Let's enter the Hope Zone. Hi, and welcome in to another edition of The Hope Zone with me, Brenda Caldwell, a.k.a. Dr. B. And this, of course, is a very special Hope Zone uh, with me today because it happens to be Christmas Day. Yay! But whatever time of uh, this week that you're listening to The Hope Zone, you're listening on the right day at the right time for the right reason with the right vessel, it's about to go down. Yes. But we're talking today about Christmas Christ and the cross. Christmas, Christ and the cross. I love to talk about Christmas and the cross. And of course, Christ is the reason for the cross. And so, as we talk about it being Christmas and Christmas time here, of course, what is it? It's about the celebration of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I am just thankful that you've tuned in uh, for episode number thirty eight that happened to land on Christmas Day. And so I just wanted to bring a special uh, message today that I just pray that will be uplifting to you, uh, encouraging to you, uh, and just will mean something special uh, to you. I know that the commercialism of this time of year today, uh, uh, we don't even call uh, uh, the holiday, the, the Christmas holidays anymore, but that's my prerogative on my podcast. I will most certainly acknowledge college. Uh, that it is the Christmas holiday. And it's certainly celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you just are tuned in on the right day. And if this is your first time listening to the Hope Zone, I'm excited about uh, being your your hope coach, if you will. I am the ambassador of hope. I'm all things hope, worst day, best day, and every day in between. That is what I do in the earth. And so I'm excited about you being uh, here uh, in the Hope on hope for every situation. So I want to start out with some scripture here. Um, The Bible says here in Isaiah, this is the prophecy uh, before Jesus came into the earth. This was uh, the prophecy uh, that Isaiah said in Isaiah nine, verse six through seven, it says for us, for to us, a child is born to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. That was prophesied through the, through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah nine, verse six, seven. And then we know that it came to pass when Jesus was actually born. So when we talk about Christmas, Christ And the cross. What does it all really mean? Christmas, Christ, and the cross. So Christmas itself is the birth. And the celebration of the the birth of our Lord and Savior, the birth of the King, the birth of the wonderful counselor, the birth of one who was prophesied. And in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it gives a different account, a very close account, but it gives the account of the birth of Jesus into the earth, his birth, his, his uh, 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 death. Uh, his uh, resurrection, all of it is played out in the Gospels. Want to look at Luke twenty-two, verse thirty-three through forty-six. Just not the whole passage, but an excerpt of the passage um, is when Jesus was was Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross. It says, "Cross while." While they were nailing Jesus to the cross. Now, this is found in Luke 22, verse 33 through 46. It says that Jesus prayed over and over. My, 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 my. Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. Jesus had to go to that cross. The cross. We're talking about Christmas and the cross normally we won't really talk about the cross until around april you know we talk about the passover we talk about uh you know uh we, we talk about good friday that's when we generally talk about uh the cross uh, uh but i like to talk about uh the cross at christmas time because Uh, Christmas, uh, if you will, was really about the cross because it was about Jesus being birthed in the earth and him being birthed was about him going, oh my God, to the cross. We're going to talk about love today. We're going to talk about what love did and what love took, what love did on the cross and how it was love that laid down his life uh, for us. And we're talking about uh, the cross. The cross is really all about love and Jesus had to be born first. And so when we celebrate Christmas, we're celebrating the birth of a king. We're celebrating a birth of the king. We're celebrating the birth of Emmanuel, God with us. We're celebrating the birth. Come on, somebody. We're celebrating the birth of of the greatest lover who would ever live. Mm, mm, mm. His name is Jesus. He would be birth in the earth and he would come to live in the earth for 33 and a half years. He would walk the earth. Can you imagine God God with us, Emmanuel, that God would literally walk the earth, walk around like a man for 33 and a half years. Yes. It all began at Christmas. It all began when he was birthed, come on somebody through the Virgin Mary, who was impregnated, if you will, by the Holy spirit, the seed was planted in Jesus. And here it is. His time to come into the earth was Christmas, and we celebrate it uh, December the 25th. But whenever you're listening to this podcast, it is always a reminder in listening to this episode that Christmas. Christ and the cross were, 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 were all synonymous. They were all significant and they were all uh, uh, parallel to one another. And without, we couldn't have one without the other. There would be no Christ if there was no Christmas. He had to first be birthed into the earth and then he would have to grow up and become a man and he would die on the cross. And what would that mean for you? What does that mean for me? What does it really all mean? Because Christmas is really- it's really not about the packages. It's really not about the gifts. It's really not about all the the, the food that we eat. It's really not all- Come on somebody. It's really not all about the ham that we throw down on. It's really not all about the cheesecake that we eat. It's really not all about- come on somebody- the, 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 the extravagant layout of food. It's really not all- About the presence uh, that we receive, it's about Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. And him coming into the earth and fulfilling the prophecy, fulfilling that which was spoken about him hundreds and hundreds of years earlier, that he would come into the earth and that he would be a savior. And so if somebody who 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 doesn't, doesn't doesn't have peace could come into peace because he would come into the earth. And if that's you today, if you've never had peace, Jesus is peace. If you've never known what joy feels like, he is the the embodiment of joy. If you've never had good physical health, well, he got on a cross and died for you to be able to have even physical health and healing. So we're going to talk about the benefits of the cross. But I want you to understand that it's all about love. The greatest love. Oh my God. The greatest act of love. The greatest demonstration of love. It's amazing what his love could do. It's amazing what his love does for us. Christmas, and the cross, the greatest lover who has ever lived, his name is Jesus Emmanuel, God with us. The greatest lover who has ever lived, his name is Jesus. Ah, come on, somebody, Emmanuel, God with us, his love. And so, we talk about his love in John 15 13. It says, Greater, greater love hath no man than this Mm. greater love has no man than this that than this that he would lay down his life for his friends can you imagine jesus thought of you as a friend going to that cross you had to first be born there had to first be a christmas come on somebody and then the time would come 33 and a half years later that he would go to the cross and the Bible says that no greater law have any man than this, that he would lay down his life for his friend, that Jesus would so consider you long before you were ever even thought of, long before you were ever even created, long before you were ever born, that he would think of you as a friend that he would lay down his life what man in your life would lay down his life for you what friend do you have do you do you have a bestie you know we are good for the BFF and the bestie and and all of that's a wonderful wonderful term isn't it wonderful my BFF my best friend my my road dog my 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 rider die but will your rider die come on somebody die on a cross for you mm, something to think about Will your bestie, come on, get up on a cross and be beaten to death for you? Take 39 lashes for you? Would you even want somebody that you love to to, to lay down their life for you? Would you want that? No, because you know they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. Only Jesus and his infinite love and his uh, greatest love and his his demonstration of love if you if you've ever wondered, are oh, you loved? I mean many people struggle with feeling like you know maybe they're not loved, they feel unloved and unlovable, and maybe don't feel like God really loves them let Let me tell you what else more does God need to do than literally coming into the earth, wrapping himself up in human flesh. Becoming a man, coming to the birth through the birth canal, being born into the earth so that he could be uh, 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 afflicted like human beings, but even more so that he would be crucified and beaten and whipped. God to the tearing of his flesh with a crown on his head with his skin skin lashing with nails in his hand, all to prove his love. Christmas, Christ, and the cross. Mm, That's love. Christmas is about the birth of this lover. And then he came into the earth, and his name was Jesus, the Christ, which means the anointed one, the only who was anointed to take those lashes for you. The lashes for you. He took every lash and every beating and every whip and every tearing of his skin for you to know what love, real love looks like. To know what love, real love, the love that you you can't match his love. I can't match his love. All that we can do is humbly receive his love. Oh my God. And then live our life in such a way. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh God. That we would then live our life in such a way that would demonstrate his love to somebody else. No greater love. Has any man than this, he would lay down his life. You need to know that you have a friend. You have a friend who loves you so much that he laid down his life so that you would have life that you would have life abundantly, you would have life to the full, that you would know what joy feels like, peace feels like, forgiveness feels like, mercy feels like, grace feels like, so that you would know, hallelujah, that you would know what acceptance feels like. Mm. To just think the love of God, Christmas, it's about the love of God. It's about the love of God to send his only begotten son into this dark, wicked, evil world. And that's what he did. He loved you and he loved me. And it makes my heart weak. It makes me when I stop to think about how, what it must have been like to be upon that cross all day and all night to hang on the cross so that we would know what love feels like, so that we would have benefits. Oh my God. So that we we could endure. He endured so that we could endure, so that we would know what it's like to be, to be loved, to be accepted, to be embraced, come on, to be remembered, to be thought of, oh, God, to know that we're special. Mm. If you're not special to anybody on this side of the planet, come on, somebody, you are special to the living God. You are special to the one who sits at the right hand of the Father. You are special to the one who said, I will take the beating. I will lay down my life. He could have called a legion of angels. He could have summoned a legion of angels at any time, but he did not. He knew that he had to go through. He knew when he was this when he was uh, forsaken by the disciples. They they could even pray with him one hour. They they all deserted him in the final hours, but he still endured because he thought about you. He thought about you. He thought about you. He endured the cross. So, what are the benefits of the cross? What 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 does it mean? Christmas, Christ, and the cross. Come on. What are the benefits of the cross? The cross represents His love. He says, "No greater love have any man has for you than this, than He would lay down His life." And he laid down his life. And for sake of time, I'm going to go through some of the benefits of the cross. And I'll just give a scripture reference. Uh, And if you are a note taker, of course, you can listen to this over and over. And you can write down uh, the scripture reference and go and look them up for yourself. It says one of the benefits of the cross, him going to the cross was that the, the death of Jesus on the cross cleanses us and it frees us from sin. You see in the Old Testament, if we committed a sin, we would have to go and we'd have to kill an animal, we'd have to kill a lamb, we'd have to go and, and show the blood of that lamb to the high priest and then we'd have to pray uh, that that the high priest uh, on the day of atonement that he would be cleaning up to go before the Father and he would then pray once a year on the day of atonement for our sins that we would be forgiven. Oh my goodness, it was so many rules that they had to live by in the Old Testament. 613 mosaic laws. Can you imagine? Now we can't even live by the 10 commandments, but they had the 10 commandments and 613 mosaic laws. that were inclusive rather of 613 mosaic laws. But when Jesus went to the cross, Jesus, when he went to the cross, it did away with that whole system. Oh my God. And from that day to this day, if we sin if we fall short into and 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 every man falls short the bible says for all have fallen short of the glory of god so when we do sin we don't have to lay our head down we don't have to be in shame we don't have to be in embarrassment all we have to do is confess our sin and he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us From all unrighteousness. Come on, somebody. But that's what happened when Jesus went to the cross. It made it possible for you and possible for me to be forgiven. Isn't that good news today? Think for a second your worst sin that you've ever committed. Just think for three seconds. Three seconds that sin that you wish that you could take an eraser and just erase from your brain, erase from your past. Well, guess what? When Jesus went to the cross, Christmas, Christ and the cross, he had to be born first. Come on, somebody. That's Christmas. He became Christ, the anointed one. And then he went to the cross. Come on, somebody. So that you could be forgiven of your worst sin. That's why he says there's now, therefore, no condemnation to those of us who are in Christ Jesus. Once you've given your life to Christ, whatever the sin is, when you confess it, his blood cleanses you. What he did on the cross cleanses you so you don't have to keep bringing it back up come on. So you don't have to keep repenting for that same sin over and over and over. Isn't that good news today? Isn't that good news? Christmas, Christ, come on somebody. And the cross, another benefit of the cross. It means in uh, this scripture reference, is Colossians 1 14, through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross, God redeems us and forgives us. He redeems us and forgives us. Colossians 1 verse 14. We're forgiven. Come on, somebody and we're redeemed. We are bought back from the hand of the enemy. We are bought back from spiritual death. Come on, somebody. Isn't that good news today that you are redeemed and you are forgiven glory to God? And another benefit of the cross is that the death of the cross of Jesus on the cross broke the power of Satan. It literally broke all the power of Satan, all the power that Satan had held over us. Well, Colossians 2 verse 14 and 15 and Hebrews 2 verse 14, 15. When you get a chance, go look at both of those scriptures. Both of them talk about uh, the, the breaking of Satan's power. It happened on the cross. Woo! Yes. He took the keys. Come on. He took the keys from the enemy. He took the keys, went down into hell, took the keys of the enemy and destroyed the works of the devil. The very power of death was destroyed on the cross. Ha, lay, Yeah. That's some good news today. That's some good news today. Satan has no power over you. Because of Christmas, Christ, and the cross. Hey, the devil has no power over you. The only power the enemy has is our ignorance. He says, For uh, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. He says, But when we come into the knowledge, then we will walk in the power of Luke 10 19, where Jesus says, Behold, I have given unto you power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means. Hurt you. Come on now. Satan can't touch you, cannot hurt you. He has no power over you except the 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 the, the ignorance, if you will, of the authority that you have over him. But when you come into the knowledge of the cross, the cross destroyed the power of Satan. The cross, come on somebody. When Jesus was born and then he became Christ, the anointed one, he went to the cross. And when he went to the cross, he destroyed the works of the devil, even in death. You still shall live. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You will live in eternity. Come on. You will fulfill your purpose in eternity. The devil cannot do anything to you. Are you with me? That can destroy your life because of the cross. The blood of Jesus gives you power and gives you victory in every situation over the devil. Don't glorify the devil this Christmas holiday. Glorify your father. Glorify Jesus who went to that cross to give you power and to give you victory. That's some good news today. That's some good news. The death of the cross, another benefit, is that Jesus Christ going to the cross brings physical healing. Isaiah 53, verse five says he was healed. By his stripes, we are healed. He was bruised. Come on, somebody. He was bruised for our iniquity. And by his stripes, we are healed. So the lessons that he took gave us the ability to have physical healing i'm telling you no matter what physical ailment you may have no matter what disease you may have what condition you may have or your loved one may have somebody that you love who you're praying for their healing you can stand on the promise of the cross jesus went to the cross come on somebody to, for cancer. He went to the cross for, for lupus. He went to the cross. Are you with me? For diabetes. He went to the cross for every manner of sickness, every manner of disease. We just have to stand in faith, walk in faith and know that without a shadow of a doubt, no matter what it looks like, we are healed by his stripes. Christmas, Christ and the cross. Oh my God. This is some good news today. This is some good news. It's not about the presents. It's not about the toys. Come on, somebody. It's not about the food. It's not about all the other uh, commercialism. And it's not about Black Friday. It's not about all the, the gimmicks and things that we can buy. It's not about any of that. It's about Christmas. Christ and the cross it's about his birth his death and his resurrection come on somebody i want you to be encouraged today to be reminded that today is a great day to wake up and say i am loved today i am loved today because my lord and my savior jesus he went to that cross he loved me so much that he laid down his life for me why don't you say that right now say thank you jesus for laying down your life for me. Thank you for loving me just that much. Jesus, thank you for loving me just that much. So I celebrate you. I celebrate your resurrection. I celebrate your name. I celebrate your fame. I celebrate you, Jesus. You are Emmanuel. God with us. Yes, that's what it's about. It's about Jesus. Yes, yes. His name still has the power to chase demons away. His name, the Bible says that, that that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Come on, somebody, on earth, under earth, come on, above earth, Jesus is Lord. Don't be ashamed to say Jesus is Lord. Don't be ashamed to say Jesus. Listen, we're living in a time where people are calling every name but Jesus. We have all the new age. We have so many other religions. We have so many other faiths and beliefs and so many other gods. But there's only one, come on somebody, that the Bible promises, come on somebody, hallelujah, will return again. His name is Jesus. His death His burial, his resurrection, come on needs to be celebrated often and not just once a year. And during this time of his birth and be reminded of his birth, let's remember that his name is the greatest name. His name can cause demons to flee. His name is greater than cancer. His name is greater. Are you with me? His name is greater than any disease that you can name. His name is greater than any lack, any debt, any sickness, any disease. His name There's something about that name. It's something about the name of Jesus. And Jesus is the one who is to be remembered, who is to be celebrated, who is to be honored during this time. There's nobody else that went to a cross and laid down their lives. In the name, come on somebody, of healing and in the name of deliverance, in the name of freedom, in the name of forgiveness of sin, in the name of divine protection, in the name, no other name, no other name has that power to chase away demonic spirits. No other name have the power to chase away sickness and disease. No other name. It's the name Jesus. Here's another benefit of the cross. <clears throat> The death of the cross is where Jesus literally, <coughs> excuse me, reconciled us back to God. We are reconciled Ephesians 1, 7, Ephesians 2, verse 11 through 22 and Colossians 1, verse 13 through 20. These are scriptural references for you to take a look at his death on the cross is what created the reconciliation, hallelujah, of God to his people and made it possible for us to have a direct relationship. That's what the cross, that's what Jesus did for us on the cross. He gave us direct access back to God where we didn't have to have a high priest to pray for us and intercede for us. What Jesus did on the cross, reconciled us back to God so that when we come to God, we come in the name of Jesus. When we pray to God, we pray in the name of Jesus because of the sacrifice of what, excuse me, took place on the cross, but we can have a direct relationship with God. In other words, you have a direct relationship with God through Jesus. He makes it possible. Him going to the cross and shedding his blood, it tore the veil that the Bible talks about. The, the veil was torn. It, it, it ended the Old Testament era where, where only the priest could go behind the veil and, 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 and be in the holies of holies and, and be intimate with God. Well, when Jesus went to that cross, Christmas Christ and the cross when Jesus went to the cross that was the day that a direct relationship with God could be had by any any believer any person who would believe in Jesus Christ who would believe in their heart that he was raised from the dead and would accept and confess uh, him with their mouth that day made it possible from that day to this day makes it possible for us to have a direct relationship with God. When we can say God is our heavenly father. He's our Abba. He's our daddy. God. He's, 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 he's our omnipotent one, omniscient one. He's the almighty God. He's all of that. And we can talk directly to God and Jesus makes it possible for you to talk directly to God. You may not know who, um, you may not have the cell number. In all likelihood, you don't have the cell number. You you can't call the White House and say, "I'd like to speak to uh, President Biden." I you know uh, let him know it's uh 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 you know it's John on the phone or it's Brenda on the phone uh, uh, you know it's Marcus on the phone. No uh, uh Marcus who Marcus Woods, <laughs> who Marcus Woods? I don't know. Does the president know you? Uh, yeah, he knows me. Uh, you still have to go through all kinds of red tape before the president of the United States of America is going to return your phone call. But when Jesus went to the cross, my God in heaven, he made it possible for you to have a direct line that's never busy. Come on, somebody, where you can talk directly to God, and you don't have to be put, come on, somebody, in a in 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 in, in, in the queue to, to wait. Come on, somebody, for the, the next 15, 20, uh, 30 minutes. You, you, The line is never busy. He knows you. You might not uh, know the president. Uh, come on, somebody. You might not have a direct relationship with the president, but you have a relationship with the one who gave birth. Come on, somebody, and gave life to the president. You go higher when you have a relationship with God. He is the king. He is our lawgiver. He is our judge, according to Isaiah 33, verse 22. We're talking about the king of kings and the Lord of lords. We're talking about the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the good shepherd, the bright and the morning star, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley. We're talking about the wonderful counselor. We're talking about the, the Lord of hosts. We're talking about the shepherd among shepherds. Ah, come on we're talking about the judge of judges we're talking about the lord of lords his name is jesus jesus has made it possible he went to the cross to give you and to give me a direct relationship with god that when we mess up when we fall short Uh, All we have to do is repent from our heart and ask God for forgiveness. And he sees us through the blood. He sees us through through the sheer blood that was shed on the cross. And he receives us right back over and over and over. That's why he's so merciful over and over and over. It's the cross that allows God to be merciful to you. It's the cross. If it were not for the cross you wouldn't receive the mercy that you receive come on somebody so when you think about christmas think about the mercy that you receive that's new every morning when you think about christmas think about the gift come on we think about the gift that we're we're given by man by people by our, our husband our wife our daughter our son our friend no the blood of jesus as i wrap up gives us so many precious Priceless gifts, Christmas, Christ, and the cross gives you the gift of mercy that no man could give. Mercy that is new every morning. Mercy that Lamentations 3.23 says is renewed Every morning, it's with it's it's by His mercy. Come on, I, I, if it were not for His mercy, it says that we would be consumed. But His mercy intervenes every single morning. The gift of grace, receiving what you haven't earned and what you don't deserve. Well, the cross has given you the gift of grace today. Come on now, and then you have the gift of joy that I just spoke about. Come on, joy that that that's a choice for you to have. The cross gives you the ability to be able to choose joy. Come on. What about peace? Peace. Christmas gift of peace is given to you through the cross. My, 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 my. Peace that the world can't give to you. And peace that the world cannot even take away. The peace, come on somebody, that a credit card can't give to you. The peace, come on, that cash money can't give to you. The peace that a big bank account can't give to you. The peace, come on, that all the flashy cold clothes in the world can't give to you. Peace, come on somebody, all the Facebook friends and, 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 and Instagram Friends can't give to you peace that surpasses all understanding, the make no sense peace. Come on, somebody. That's the gift that you're receiving this Christmas because of the cross. My, 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 my. When you talk about love, greatest love, the greatest love, I shared it. It was demonstrated over 2000 years ago when Jesus got up on that cross. Love got up on a cross and said, here I am. Come on and crucify me. Here I am. Slash me. Uh, 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 39 times, here I am. I'm here to lay down my life. I'm gonna lay down my life for Brenda. I'm gonna lay down my life for Didi. I'm gonna lay down my life for Connie. I'm gonna lay down my life for Gerald. I'm gonna lay down my life for Mary. I'll lay down my life. Are you listening to me? I will lay down my life so that they can have life and that you, my friend, could have life Have it more abundantly. So when you think about Christmas, don't think about Christmas without thinking about Christ. And when you think about Christ, don't think about Christ without thinking about the cross. Come on, the cross. Christmas, Christ, and the cross, they're all synonymous. They're all imperative. They all have meaning and they all make a difference. And, and there's all the reason that you can hold your head up. They're all the reason that you can have joy and peace and love and life. It's Christmas time. Yes, it is. It's time to give love. It's time to reflect Christ. It's time to reflect the cross. It's time to let your your light so shine. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. Who's better because of your life? Whose life is better because you are living your life for Christ? Whose life is better because Jesus went to the cross for you? Come on, somebody. Are you showing kindness? Are you showing goodness? Are you showing mercy? Are you forgiving other people? He, he, he easily forgave you. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He knew that they were beguiled. They didn't know any better. They thought that he was committing blasphemy. So he said, Father, forgive them. Who are you quick to forgive? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Forgiveness is about the cross. Forgiveness is about Christmas. Come on. Forgiveness is about Christ. When you think about it, it's all tied up together. The greatest gift, come on, somebody, that you can receive and the greatest the greatest gift that you can give is Christmas, Christ, and the cross. Giving love—that's what it's all about. Because that's what Christmas, Christ, and the cross is all about. It's about love. As I as I wrap up today, I pray that this word has ministered to you, that has encouraged you, that has reminded you to show love to somebody. Reflect Christ by showing love. Reflect the cross by showing love. Reflect Christmas by showing love to somebody. I promise you there's somebody in this earth, somebody in your life, somebody in your sphere of influence that you can show love to. And that, my dear, will bring glory to the one who died for you to have life and have it more abundantly. Well, that concludes this very special segment of the Hope Song Christmas, Christ, and the cross. I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'd love for you to leave a, a comment uh, and post a comment about uh, this episode. and. For more information about the works of Dr. B, go to my website at drbempowers.com, drbempowers.com. Right now I have a campaign going on. It's called suicide is not an option. Suicide is not an option. I've been taking the message of of uh suicide if you will to the to the to the world. God has given me a commission in this Uh, next year and a half to just speak out about suicide. Too many people are giving up their lives and laying down their lives and throwing away their lives, not knowing that they are valuable and needed in the earth. And every 26.2 seconds, somebody is taking their life. And even on Christmas, somewhere in the world, somebody is going to attempt to take their life. I want to be an agent of hope in the earth until the day I take my last breath. So certainly would love for you to support that campaign. Suicide is not an option. And again, no matter what happens in this world, no matter how dark it is, I always like to end with this. There's a reason to have hope. Until next time, I want you to do this. Hold on to hope like it's a piece of rope. Until next time. I'm so glad you made it to the end of the podcast. If the Hope Zone is making a positive difference in your life, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss the next episode. Leave a review and most of all, share it with your friends. And remember, from your worst day to your best day, there's hope in every situation.